0: you stay
1: Oh, oh, oh. Wow, I left specifically this, the end of this quite lengthy uh, fade out because to, to me it was a too powerful of the song that was Alkaline Trio, the title track from theirs uh, album called I Lied My Face Off and this album came out on Asian Man Records. Uh, And uh, that's the reason I played uh, the song and opened the show of the Alkaline Trio Because today's uh, episode of this radio show will be uh, focused on uh, Asian Man Records Uh, You're listening to CITR, this is Rocket from Russia, weekly punk rock radio show on CITR Uh, Also today on the show I will uh, give away tickets to the upcoming show of Polar Bear Club Uh, They are playing this uh, coming Saturday at the Biltmore Cabaret And uh, in the end of the show uh, I will have a couple of uh, uh, tickets to give away for you to go to this, uh, to see this awesome band. In the main uh, part of the show, uh, I will play my recent interview with Mike Park of um, Asian Man Records. Uh, Mike uh, played recently in Vancouver on October 19th. He opened for Streetlight Manifesto and uh, he's not only, as you can probably guess, a label owner. He is also a musician, he was on the bands like uh, Skanking Pickle, he also wasn't the bruce lee band the chinkies and now he plays uh, as a solo artist he released uh, recently an album for kids called smile and so we talked all about that stuff of mike park of asian man records um yeah let's let's get to it right away um in the first part of the interview i usually just play you know uh, interview and then a song this time it will be a bit a mixture of uh, both uh, interviews and a song and interview again because there was all smart bits of interview that are relatively short songs uh, from Mike's new album uh, music for kids uh, cold smile all right let's 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 just start listening to this stuff and uh, this should be a very exciting show I'm really you know pretty, pretty much sure that I'm always excited about uh, doing uh, an episode here on CITR but today I think it is really special i don't know episode for me because i think it turned out a really good interview that the good music like production of the show in my opinion is pretty good all right enough talking so this is the first part of my interview with mike park um yeah uh, i think i think uh, let's just listen to it this is uh me talking to mike park of asian man records Welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, Mike. I'm excited to see you play here tonight and extremely excited to talk to you because I'm a huge fan of your label. One of the best labels in the history of punk rock. Uh, Congratulations and welcome to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada.
2: Thank you. That's so nice of you. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you. Uh, First of all, congrats on your latest solo release, uh, the album for kids called Smile, on your newly established kid label, Fun, Fun, Fun Records. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. In one of the interviews, you said uh, that Skanking Pickle was your only full time project. And then you had Bruce Lee Bands and Chinkis. They were bands which were like important for you, but at the same time, they were not full time projects. This new
2: thing, uh, the, the Songs for Kids, is it the full time project? No, the full time project now is just running Asian Man Records. And so whenever I do a musical project, whatever it may be, that's always the side project.
1: <laughs> because I remember in one of the interviews you said that you really want to be in a band. Uh-huh. Not a band which constantly turning because you're busy Asian man. Sure. But at the same time, you know, being in a band, being
2: sure. a part of something yeah. that you're excited about. I still want to. I'd still like to be in a band. Uh, just trying to find the time to do it. Yeah. But it would be fun to be, just have that camaraderie of of playing music with friends on a weekly or yeah, at least a weekly basis would be great. Uh-huh, uh-huh you started uh, writing songs for kids
1: because you played some random songs for your daughter and then she asked you to replay those songs for you uh, did any of those songs which you originally played for your daughter make it to smile
0: yeah
2: a lot of them did Wait, which, which songs were they? Uh, Animal Park that was uh, the best one this is the oh, best thanks. one. <laughs> <laughs> apples are my favorite fruit Fra- favorite food I can't speak <laughs> uh, so a lot of them a lot of them made it on the record really? yeah
1: so the th- it was originally most of the songs written for your daughter exactly and then Transform to the other kids. Yep, this is super cool, man.
3: <laughs> and the big dog goes woof woof, and the little cat goes meow meow, and the birds and the bees and the squirrels in the trees. Yes, we all live in animal park. Yes, we all live in animal park. Did you fly here like a giant hawk, or swim here like a fish? It would be your magic wish and the birds and the bees and the squirrels and the trees Yes Yes, we all live at Animal Park Yes we all live at Animal Park And the fat pig goes oink oink And the donkey goes hee HA! And the birds and the bees and the squirrels and the trees Yes we all live at Animal Park Yes we all live at Animal Park Did you fly here like a giant hawk, Or swim here like a fish? It would be your magic wish And the birds, and the bees and the squirrels and the trees Yes we all live at Animal Park Yes, we all live at Animal Park. Yes, we all live at Animal
0: Park. Yes, we all live at Animal Park.
1: Speaking of... Playing for kids, I heard that uh, Greg Antonio of the Bouncing Souls, who is on your label, Playdate uh, is the band he is in with his wife, Uh, he said that playing for uh, for kids is a very interesting experience because the kids are very honest, if they don't like it, they don't like it, they go and they play something else. Was it challenging for you to play with kids or was it like um, what Greg said based on that?
2: Sure, I think it's well. I think in any setting with children, it's not a matter of them liking or disliking your music. The the attention span for children are is is very low. So if there's if there's other activities for kids to do, they're going to do it. So that's 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 the problem. But it depends if the setting is correct. No matter what, the kids are, enjo- are enjoying themselves. They're not going to judge your music. That's the beauty of children's music. They're not going to go on some punk forum and write <laughs> trash about you. So that's it's an honest, it's an honest way to play music without being critiqued. Even though there are clicks, even in this scene, which is seems silly to me. But uh, yeah, I, I I haven't seen that. I feel like. Kids are pretty open to... Especially younger kids are open to, uh, to the music. Tonight you will be playing whole for the, the solo
1: songs, the kids' songs, for a whole bunch of bearded uh, guys. <laughs> Is it different?
2: Well, I'll let you find out. After the show, <laughs> you tell me how what you thought. How, how I handled playing kids' music to, to a punk crowd.
1: Because I listen to Smile and listen to your your uh, songs for kids, it's exciting. It's fun. Oh, like yeah, you know, I agree.
2: I, I think it's I think it's a good record. If you didn't know it was a children's album, I think it would be a good record. Exactly. Just like yeah, like so.
1: the, uh, save the uh, save the energy. Mm-hmm. That could be like one of the Operation Ivy songs.
2: <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yes.
0: Yes. Why not? yes. <laughs> Turn off the lights. Turn off the lights Turn off the lights
3: Turn off the lights now Let's make this world a brighter place Let's save some energy and make a change And just turn off the lights Turn off the lights now When you are leaving your bedroom Let's save some energy And make a change And just turn off the lights
0: Turn off the lights Turn off the lights Turn off the lights
3: Turn off the lights now Let's make this world a brighter place. Let's save some energy and make a change. Just turn off the lights. Turn off the lights now. When you are leaving your bedroom, let's save some energy and make a change. Just turn
0: off the
1: label, fun, fun, fun records, uh, music for kids, Uh, you have on the label Playdate featuring uh, Greg Antonio from The Bouncing Souls, Happy Vags, Jesse Wenger of the wonderful The Agri-Lights, Capigulli, Dan Podhass. Could you please tell a little bit about the upcoming releases, because I know that you have some stuff in plan and you had something in mind that you will take people from punk rock scene who have kids and move them to your label. A little bit about what's going on.
2: Yeah, I mean that's kind of the hope is that is that we would be working with artists that have kids, but Greg doesn't have children. Jesse doesn't have children. Dan doesn't have children. Keppy doesn't have children. So it hasn't worked out that way, <laughs> but it's just meeting these people and and thinking they would be perfect for children's music like kind of like hearing the music of these artists and going, wow, if they wrote a children's album, I bet it would be great. Uh-huh. So that's kind of my thinking behind Fun Fun Records thus far. Though originally it was hoping that I would be working with punk rockers who had kids. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, I, and, and that will still happen, I'm sure. I, I've talked to, like, uh, Brendan from Lawrence Arms, and he's down to do something, and Deanne from Alkaline Trio, so I think we'll get a bunch.
1: Who would you think the, the ideal person who you like normally you wouldn't think is the person
2: who would write a good
1: song for kids, but at the same time you think he will be perfect for your label. That's Skiba. Really? Yeah. Even dark. Even dark. exactly, that's why, because yeah.
2: you wouldn't expect it, but he's got he already has come up with a he came up with a really funny name for a children's band, Serial Killers. <laughs> and it's just it's it's gonna be good. If he ever gets it done, we'll see. He said he would do one, so let's see. Okay. Take this apple and you eat it up. Throw the
3: core away. Just make sure you eat one every single day. You can mash it into applesauce and make a great surprise. Sprinkle on some cinnamon and bake it in a pie. apples are my favorite fruit. And we'll eat it all day Eat and eat and eat and eat and eat and eat all day You can cover it with caramel or candy apple red Just make sure you brush your teeth before you go to bed You can mash it into applesauce make a great surprise Sprinkle on some cinnamon and bake it in a pie Apples are my favorite we
1: Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the radio station CITR 101.9 FM, broadcasting live from University of British Columbia, Canada. This is weekly punk rock radio show called Rockin' From Russia. Russian Tim is on the air and we heard three songs by My Park uh, from his album Smile, which is uh, music for kids. Uh, but as you can hear, uh, you know, those are normal, relatively punk rock or sky influenced songs. So, you know, if you wouldn't like my set if you wouldn't know that this is an album for kids you know it could be considered as a regular punk rock album especially the the lines like let's save the energy and change the world things like that pretty punk rock uh, to some extent Uh, the last song we heard was apples are my favorite food Uh, before that turn off the lights and uh, the opening uh, sort of uh, out of those three songs was we all live at the animal park Great success! Um, uh, you know what? Like um, a lot of people, been uh, a lot of uh, punk rock musicians, been doing those albums for kids, and uh, sometimes you read some opinions on the internet or just hear from some uh, people in punk rock scene that this is silly or this is strange or weird. To my opinion, this is absolutely logical step in. Uh, you know, in a musician life because we all grow up and, of course, some people choose not to have kids and some people do but when for the people who are excited about having the kids it's quite, you know, it's quite an exciting responsibility which you take on as uh, being a parent and you want to give the best to your kid and, you know, people think about it and, uh, you know, as they grow up uh, they not you know, this is, becomes a very valuable part and as talented and artistic people think about it um, you know, songs come into mind And then they release it And like Mike said He started playing just songs for his daughter And then she just wanted to hear those songs again And he had to record those songs This song comes at the bound and I, To me, I think, you know To me, it's a cool project And like, I don't see any silliness Or any weirdness And old guys not old older uh, mature uh, guys playing uh, songs which might sound silly that, to me it's very exciting all right uh, second part of the interview we focused around uh, Mike's uh, involvement in Yo G- G- gaba gabba project another uh, project for kids uh, which is associated with the band called the Aquabats uh, that's what the connection how Mike got involved in that project and he was on a national American national tour with the Yo gaba, gaba. Let's hear his uh, take and his story. There's a quite a few interesting stories in that uh, segment of the interview, how Mike toured uh, across America with Yo Gaba Gaba. So this is Mike Park of Asian Men Records uh, talking about his tour with Yo Gaba Gaba. I know that you not only playing music for kids, but you also got a chance to tour with the famous Yo Gaba Gaba. Could you please tell a little bit about this interesting project and your involvement in the project?
2: Sure. This was this was actually one of the most amazing experiences of my life. I've never been on a big tour. Really, most of the tours are very small. Like this Streetlight Manifesto tour, this is a big tour for me. I don't normally play big places. I usually do house shows or just small pubs. But this Yo Gabba Gabba was because it's a television show and it's 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 known by millions of people. We were playing big theaters and everything was very comfortable. I was. I was treated like a true star, and so uh, I just I just couldn't believe it. Like every day, I would have to pinch myself because I couldn't believe I was I was given this opportunity. Uh, all I did was play one song, uh-huh. and I got to tour all over the U.S. and uh, just experience this this part of uh, show business that I would never have had an opportunity if it wasn't for Yo Gabba Gabba.
1: I know that on the tour you had a chance to share the room with famous Bismarcky.
2: Yes. How was that? It was great. So Bismarcky, he was on my bus. So his so We I mean we hung out every day and it was it was interesting to be able to see his lifestyle. And he's a very He's a very hard working gentleman. Uh, you know, he's he doesn't drink, doesn't do drugs. He just he loves music. He collects records, vinyl, and toys. So he's a big kid. He's just a big kid, and it was it was a delight <laughs> being able to just see see him every day and discuss sports and music. <laughs> he loves sports, and uh, it just it, 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 never, it was just another unbelievable experience, uh, an, an ingredient in many many different great experiences. I
1: heard that Bismarck Key wasn't the only celebrity that you got the chance to hang out with. How was experience performing the former professional wrestler,
2: Lita? That's funny because, so Lita and I have been, we've been just friends through email. We've never met in person, so I knew I was going to Atlanta. So I just wrote her and said, will you be in Atlanta? Do you want to do the show with me? And so she said, yes. Yeah. So it was awesome because I'm a, I'm a big wrestling fan. It was just it was, and it was just one on one, me and her for like six hours, just talking, just talking about music, talking about wrestling, and talking about fitness. <laughs> Strange <laughs> stuff, but it was great. She's really a delightful person, and she loves punk rock. It's it was really? cool. Oh yeah, she's she's very very well versed on the punk scene, and you know, she loves the Balancing Souls, Rancid. That, that's her scene, bands like that, H2O. Um, so it was cool. It was very cool, and just just being a fan of wrestling, <laughs> just kind of like, wow, this is crazy. I just
1: can't imagine for yourself be- being on this huge tour, uh-huh. leaving the Bismarcky, hanging yeah. out with your sort of heroes or people you at least respect, Yeah. and then you know playing
2: songs for kids. Yeah, it was great. It was great, and it was it was great to share that experience with guests i was able to bring guests in different cities if i knew people so like getting amy or lita from wwe getting greg from the bouncing souls getting Kepi from the groovy ghoulies to come out uh getting uh jeff from bomb the music industry uh vinnie from the pilfers um who, dave dave from big d and the kids table uh members of darkest hour so it's just a darkest hour yeah so,
1: and they played for kids.
2: They played for and kids. Were well, they, they allowed to they do were, that? They were just <laughs> pretending to play saxophone and just jumping. <laughs> All over. Of them? Two, two of the members, <laughs> drummer and bass player. So I just we got them some saxophones and they just pretended <laughs> and ran around. That's so cool. yeah, pretty fun.
1: Hello, 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 you are listening to CITR 101.9 FM, and that's weekly Bunker radio show Rocket from Russia. We just heard Marsha Griffins, uh, Queen of Reggae, uh, there's a song called Feel Like Jumping uh, from uh, her album which came out uh, in 1977 on Skynote Records, and the name of the album is Naturally Queen of Reggae, Marsha Griffins. Uh, you can think that this song Or this artist doesn't really fit In the today's show But it does There's a connection between this song and Mike Park Because uh, Mike just told us about his story And his involvement in Yo Gabba Gabba project And he mentioned that he played During the performance only one song And that was the song He played the cover of this uh, old reggae hit uh, Feel Like Jumping Originally recorded by Marsha Griffins And um, uh, they did a little bit I, I can't say it's more a beat version, but it's like more, um, you know, modern ska type of version, but it's still very groovy. And I watched a few videos on YouTube, and kids loved it. They were all jumping, dancing, so that's what this song is all about. And um, Mike Park did a great job performing this song as a part of Yo Gaba 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 project. All right, let's move on to the next uh, part of the interview uh, with uh, Mike uh, Park, who is owner of uh, Asian Man Records, and um, uh, he was in a few different bands. And in, in the second part of the, uh, that other upcoming part of the interview, we talked about a few projects he is and was involved at uh, different periods of his life, um, and I'm talking about Skanking Pickle, his first big main project, and also the Bruce Lee band. Which is uh, currently uh, in process of recording two new releases Let's check it out This is uh, part, uh, I believe, three or something Of my interview with Mike Park uh, of Asian Man Records uh, The Bruce Lee Band and Skanking Pickle Let's now focus a little bit about your you know, your label, your wonderful label, Asian Man Records. Um, I know that you've been working on a new Bruce Lee Band album with Jeff Rodenstock uh, of the bomb, the music industry. Could you please give a little bit of update on this project because I heard it's, it was in progress.
2: Sure. When can we hear the music? Yeah. Well, we recorded, there's going to be two releases. Uh, the first release is a five song, seven inch, that Jeff is going to release on his label which is called Really Records and then next and that's the goal is to have that out January 1st mm-hmm. and then we'll follow that up with a full length that'll come out on Asian Man and so um, Jeff right now is just he's finished the EP the five song 7-inch and it's, it sounds great he's done such a good job and and then after that, he's going to start working on the full length, and uh, we we'll, we'll hopefully we'll get that out uh, sometime next year.
1: Because he release albums with Bruce Lee Band every ten years, so I it's, know. Time, yeah, it's time, man.
2: It's time. So, yeah, and it's a it's a great it was a great experience. It was a lot of fun, and it was great working with Jeff in a producer role. He's a really talented guy. Um, so very exciting to have his input on my music, and um, excited to see what people think of this record.
1: Yeah, because it's interesting for us. You know, like it's been ten years since he released the past record, and then working with Jeff, who is like um, we know him in the punk scene as a very, very talented guy. But uh-huh. so it's really curious to see what he brings sure. in this project. Exactly,
2: exactly. It, you can definitely hear bomb the music you industry hear that? influence in the music. Yeah, cool. for sure. I'm excited, I, and we've had a had a lot of guests sing on the record. Like Chris Number Two from Man Our Flag sings on it. Sean Bennett from Andrew Jackson Jihad sings on it so it's cool we have a lot of a lot of uh, we had a lot of fun with it yeah.
1: super excited for this one speaking of hanging out and being respected by celebrities, I know that your first band Skanking Pickle was uh, was and still is a very influential band and I heard that Carlos Alazarki. Carlos Allazraki. Yeah. From the who is uh, Reno, Chief Carl Reno from Real, is a fan. And also Margaret Show. How yeah, how, ca- how did you know about Carlos Alazraki? I just did my
2: research. Oh wow. I know he's yeah. a
1: fan of skanky people, right? Yeah. Skanky yeah. People.
2: He was uh he would he used to live in the San Francisco area, so he would come out to all the shows and then he had written us a letter. He had started doing the voice for a Nickelodeon cartoon called Rocco's Modern Life and he told us, "He's a listen to it carefully." I'm whistling. When I'm whistling, I'm whistling skank and pickle melodies. So it was very cool to hear. And in Margaret's show, we just we had done a an, a benefit in San Francisco, an ACLU benefit, many years ago, and she was speaking at it. We played, so I met her, and we just became friends. Yeah, it's a good time. <laughs>
3: But in her own sweaty way It's Margaret Cho
0: It's Margaret Cho It's Margaret Cho It's Margaret Cho
1: Hello, hello, hello! This is Rocket from Russia on C I T R. Uh, we just heard a song by uh, Skanking Pickle. Uh, that was a song called "It's Margaret Cho," and that was a song from their album called "Sing Along with Skanking Pickle." And uh, yeah, in the previous part of the interview, <coughs> Mike told about uh, his friendship with Margaret. And yeah, cool song, cool, cool, cool. Uh, Let's uh, move on, let's move on to the next uh, part of the interview where we spoke about um, recent releases and recent projects on uh, Asian Man Records If you're not very familiar with Mike's label, it's it's a very important uh, label in uh, the punk rock uh, history They started in 1996 and they had on the label and they still have bands like Alkaline Trio the Loren of uh, the Lorenz arms um android's action jihad uh, bomb the music industry Uh, Sundowner, The Queers uh, Matt Skiba released a few things here and there, Uh, Joyce Manor, so all those big bands and uh, you know that's one of the key labels um, in the punk rock world uh, because they have so many quality releases and they put up uh, on the map of punk rock so many bands so that's why for me that was the biggest thing um, about doing the interview with Mike talking about this uh, extremely important label label, which I'm a huge fan of uh, the other cool fact that uh, you know they've been around since 1996 and as I know uh, and you know they have so many different releases definitely all uh, o- over 250 releases just on the label uh it still is uh, happening in the garage, I believe it's uh, Mike's parents' garage, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but it's, it's totally DIY. Mike does everything himself. He has uh, volunteers here and there who help to ship uh, and pack records. But it's all him, it's one man person, it's total DIY. That's why uh, people respect the label so much. So let's hear uh, a few words about uh, a couple of recent releases on uh, um, Asian Man Records and uh, what's going on on the label. Uh, well, let's 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 play this uh, interview for you. If we switch back to your main project, Asian Man Records, you recently released a wonderful, the record which I was extremely excited about, a compilation called Asian Man Music for Asian Man People. I loved it. Could you please tell a little bit about this idea, how you came up with this idea of uh, those covers? Uh, sure.
2: Was actually uh, one of our like a volu- a local volunteer who can- comes into Asian Man and helps out like packing records. He he actually said it would be really cool if we had a, did a covers album of Asian Man bands covering other Asian Man bands. Uh-huh. So I thought okay let's do it. And then I was trying to think of a what could be a special release for our 250th release. Uh-huh. So that was it. And then we had this vinyl uh, record club. Like let's make it exclusive for the record club members. Uh-huh. And then from there we just we just kept going with it it was wonderful man like
1: those versions the some dials version of uh, andrew jackson jihad just wonderful like it's a good song you can't ruin a good song yeah but they took it to the next level in my (laughs) opinion
2: that's yeah it's it's great a lot of a lot of exciting stuff on that record and it's it's just a fun release so i feel like people who have that record feel hopefully they feel a little special
0: yeah no it
2: is yeah that's you know it's rare and
0: yeah we could go off the team end.
1: You're listening to Rocket from Russia on CITR, and that was Sundials uh, the, the song called "Brave as a Noun," uh, which uh, is original was originally recorded by Andrew Jackson Jihad, and I'm sure the people who heard original version of the song could agree with me that uh, Sundials took it to the next level. It's um, the energy, like I don't know, I just love this cover, and this cover was part of this compilation which Mike told about Asian Man music for Asian Man people. All right, let's keep uh, let's keep listening uh, to my conversation with Mike Park of Asian Man Records about what's going on with uh, the record label Asian Man Records. Speaking of special, and you mentioned that already, you had this uh, uh, release club. Uh-huh. Could you please tell a little bit about this, how you came about this idea, and at the same time, how it worked out for
2: you in terms of uh, the label? Sure. It's just, I mean, a lot of labels have, like, record subscriptions, uh-huh. and it's just us ad- joining that not... Uh, not really an innovative idea. It's just we're copycatting other labels. It's a it's a way for us to be able to put out a lot of records that perhaps won't sell that well, and then because of the subscription, everyone gets it. It's, we're able to share a lot of bands' music that people wouldn't hear otherwise. So it's exciting, and we we I feel like we make it a good deal. They get a lot of records, way more than they would if they're buying each one individually. So I think it's a good deal for everybody. And good for you, good for yeah. the fans. So yeah. it's, it's best. Mm-hmm. And a little bit about uh, the um,
1: Asian Man Records because I know, like, you know, like I've been following my Asian Man Records for a few years now. Mm-hmm. It is now uh, a label which a little bit changed the sound, or at least you have bands which are not really. Sound a little bit different mm-hmm. a little bit i 'm really, a little bit interested in terms of you signing the bands. How that change happened from signing well, let's say ska bands uh-huh. to signing bands like Joyce Manor and then
2: Bondi music industry, who are not necessarily uh, sure yeah, I, I actually wonder about that like how did that how did that uh, how did that change happen? I think it's just progress in life you know mm-hmm. things just change even though i 'm always a big fan of ska. And I think the problem with ska these days, it's been hard for me to find a new ska band that I really like. So most of the ska I listen to is like the older stuff, like, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, the original Jamaican stuff, and then the specials and all the two-tone stuff, and then uh, the third wave bands like Hepcat or the Slackers. That's what I find myself (laughs) listening to. So a lot of the new bands, it's it's just uh, nothing's caught my ear yet. But I'd love to find that great next ska band. But
1: it's cool for me like how you, even yeah, I know you're a ska fan and you like ska music, but at the same time, you find you those punk rock bands which uh-huh. are extremely cool as well. Uh-huh. Not necessarily maybe punk rock bands, but uh-huh. bands which are different. Yeah. But that shows your musical taste?
2: Yeah, I feel like I have a diverse palette and I've been able to expand on it and continue to, to find new bands. It's hard when you get older. But yeah, I'm still going to shows. And I know
1: that you go going to shows, and people know that you go going to shows and yeah. people try to impress you.
2: <laughs> yeah, you know, I just try to be involved like in the in the punk community. So uh, It's still fun for me, so I'll keep doing it as long as it's fun.
1: Please do, because yeah. I love everything that comes out, out of your label. Oh, thanks so much. Man. Thank you so much for the interview, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Wonderful label, awesome. everything. Excited to see All you. Alright, I gotta get
2: ready. Thanks, man. Alright. Thank you.
1: So that was my interview with Mike Park of Asian Man Records, um, great, uh, great. I really enjoyed talking to Mike and uh, getting ready, learning everything about this um, uh, label and his involvement in different projects, it was exciting for me. Uh, Alright, let's get uh, to the ticket getaway uh, part of uh, this uh, show, Uh, like I said in the beginning of the show, right now we will give away a pair of tickets to the show which is happening this Saturday at the Biltmore Cabaret. Uh, The band uh, Polar Bear Club, um, uh, which released their latest album uh, called uh, Death Chorus on Rise Records, are coming to Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. And uh, they are playing this Saturday, and I have a pair of tickets to give away uh, to the listeners of this radio program and this radio station. Uh, If you'd like to win, you feel free to call 604 822 2487. 604 822 2487, 604 UBC CITR. Uh, While you're doing that I will play you a brand new song uh, from uh, Paul Bear Club's uh, new album called Death Chorus as mentioned uh, above. Uh, the name of the song is a WLWYCD not sure what it stands for uh, and that's the first single of the album and I think it's a good song. You might notice a bit of uh, the changes which is happening to uh, Jimmy's voice and he wrote about it that uh, you know now he sounds a little bit different and there's a bit of Reasoning behind that, which I found extremely interesting. But uh, yeah, uh, so uh, this is Polar Bear Club, the song called uh, WLWYCD from their new album Death Chorus released on Rise Records, and they are playing this uh, coming Saturday at the Biltmore Cabaret. And if you would like to win a pair of tickets, feel free to call 604 822 2487. Alright, this is Polar Bear Club, uh, get excited, great success.
0: of laughing's left you half The moment comes and goes but most of the day is slow Good and bad are just getting worse I see your faceless murmurs, the crowd likes you, like their kid brother Can't you
1: Hello, hello, hello. You are listening to the radio station CITR on 101.9 FM in Vancouver. British Columbia, Canada This is weekly punk rock radio show Called Rocket from Russia And we just heard Polar Bear Club Their new song called WLWYCD From their new studio album Called Death Chorus Which came out on uh, Rise Records um, uh, Just recently in uh, November Uh, Thanks for everyone for calling in Uh, I really uh, enjoy the show on Saturday Uh, I'll be there because I'm stoked And I love Polar Bear Club I'm stoked to see them So thanks for listening Thanks for calling in and um, enjoy the show. Uh, all right, my friends. Uh, there are a f- couple of uh, cool shows uh, happening uh, um, the, this uh, week uh, to today, actually, and uh, next week. Uh, I won't have time to actually play the bands which are performing, but I'd like to announce uh, because both shows have a pretty good uh, reason. And when people have a good reason, it's you know it's a good uh, good way to spread the word out. Uh, tonight at the US. Ast- Torino's Catering uh, located on 1739 Vanderbils. Uh, there's a Pads for Girls benefit show. Uh, it's a social impact project. Uh, uh, the mission is to support better access uh, to education for girls in developing nations. And uh, four punk bands are playing that uh, the show. Um, open letters, uh, Marcus Nesland, uh, Jelly Boys, and Try Five. Oh yes, and all the proceeds obviously go to organization. This show is happening tonight. And there is also another cool show which is happening next uh, Wednesday, November 27th, at the venue. And uh, this show is a Philippines typhoon benefit show. Again, all the proceeds are going to Philippines, and there are four bands which are performing. Uh, my friends, porn for the Blind, uh, Leon Feldman, uh, The Tourist Company, and Ghosts of Grizzlies. Again, all the benefits, are, uh, all the proceeds of the show are going to the Philippines uh, to support uh, the people in need. All right, uh, this is it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. That was a very exciting show for uh, at least for me. I hope you enjoyed that as well, and. Uh, um, f- uh, good luck thanks for calling in and listening uh, and uh, winning the tickets and I hope you enjoyed the interview with uh, Mike Park uh, Mike um, mentioned that Bump the Music Industry that he's working with Jeff on the press, uh, Bruce Lee Band's new uh, release and I'd like to finish the show uh, that a song by Bump the Music Industry uh, so the name of the song is Psych Life is Awesome um, it's been great uh, time for Bump the Music Industry uh, really honest band, and uh, really DIY band, and uh, it's sad uh, to see them go, uh, but it's all cool, all good, uh, thanks uh, for the great music, uh, guys, and thanks uh, for being an amazing band, Uh, bomb the music music industry, psych, life is awesome, thank you so much for listening, have a super weekend, bye-bye.
0: I wash a cold man. What a rush away. The sun in my guitar, and I knew what you were doing yesterday. You broke those promises, but I'll get over it. Cause that's all, guys. I'm breathing fresh air. I really don't give a shit, but I'll get mad for the next 10 years. But real life, sometimes things are great. I didn't have directions, I hadn't eaten anything all day. That one that wasted a hundred dollars of the flag And I was a brother to my environment And then the other day He said, Jeff, get in your car Yeah, big left him work up in the hotel And take him to the bar you right? are a teacher just like me And he wanted to get out his club For 50 bucks beers I got a conversation